The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the available lines ahead of the college basketball tournament on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsibility responsible gaming resources. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us today. My name's Ken Swanson. This is the AP Laboratory. It's the Wednesday edition. We've got plenty to cover. And we have a special guest, Chief Bearcats, at Chief Bearcat on Twitter. He doesn't use his real name out there. But uh, he's, he's he did some great stuff with us, talking salary cap and uh, a big contract that happened, apparently, while I was gone. Um. Yeah, we're here to we're here to talk about all that and more. And here to help me do that are my dear pals. First, find them on Twitter at Chief in Carolina. Uh, Maddie, did anything big happen while I was gone? I think we had our best episode in like I don't know a couple months this past one or something like that. I don't know if there's any correlation to like any particular big news or anything happening. Uh, I did want to ask you though, how was your little vacation? Did you have a good time away from the podcast while we did our best numbers in a while? Yeah, I <laughs> I tell you what, um, it killed me not to be on the Instant Reaction podcast yesterday. I was driving home from uh, Michigan, spent a few days with the family. It was awesome. Driving home and not being able to be part of the Instant Reaction podcast to Patrick LeVon Mahomes, the best quarterback in the world, signing his mega extension was very difficult. I was very sad. Uh, but you and Craig both held your own and did a fantastic job. So, did, oh, By the way, real quick, sorry, we'll introduce Craig in a second, but I just got to say this. I know Maddie is making jokes right now. I listened to the episode with BK, and I know a lot has happened since the BK, sto- the BK episode released, but it was so good. I'm, I've been rendered useless for a while. I'm extremely rendered useless now. And I, you all need to go back and listen to it because it is fantastic Chiefs content for an hour. Find him on Twitter at Barley Hop. He really needs no introduction. The Renaissance man, Hollywood Hop, a man of many talents that y'all don't even know about that we do. Craig Stout, hello, my friend. How are you doing today? BK, this one's for you. Notice how Kent said that he was just really sad about missing the Insta Reaction podcast and not the one that you were on, buddy. <laughs> you know, I just want to point that out. You know, you, oh. you can make sure that you give Kent a sufficient amount of crap about that. No, it's been a crazy week. We have put a ton of podcasts on the Arrowhead Pride podcast channel right now. We've got a bunch of pressers. We've got instant reactions. We got a Mitchell Schwartz interview that was a one-on-one interview as well. BK was on. 
Guys, we are cranking them out this week, so make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you get in, rate, review, give us, you know, give us five stars because we're putting in the work this week. Content's ramping up. We are getting you ready for the hopeful season here, so make sure you stay tuned with what we got going on. Look at this professional account. He doesn't want to give back hosting duty. Like, he's trying to go down the list and just knock everything off. This is a professional podcast and a professional account out here. Hosting hop. Yeah, like, that was impressive. Like, look at the transition, touching on all the important stuff, getting a little advertisement in there for the show. I mean, I'm telling y'all, I'm, like, I'm washed. I'm done. Like, it's been nice knowing you between BK and our guest at Chief Bearcat on Twitter that you're going to hear from here in a little bit. I mean, y'all got it covered. Y'all got every base covered. Uh, We do need to probably talk a little bit about the press conference that happened today. The Chiefs announced uh, Monday the 10-year extension of Patrick LeVon Mahomes. They had the press conference today. It was refreshing to hear from the best player in the world. It was refreshing to hear from Andy Reid. And we can talk about Patrick Mahomes, and you can give me a chance to gush at some point. But I tell you what, one thing that I that really gave me a lot of joy, probably the thing that, that gave me the most joy in that podcast or in that in that press conference, Andy Reid basically confirmed that he's gonna be around for a long time. And him and Patrick Mahomes for the next ten years Bill Belichick, we're coming, buddy. We are coming for you. I know Patrick Mahomes' contract's big, but you better look. You better you, you, don't get comfortable, Bill. Don't get comfortable, Tom. The dynamic duo is coming, and they're coming with a whole lot of cheeseburgers. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, we had kind of heard some rumors several years ago that maybe Andy Reid was not necessarily not enjoying coaching, but maybe he was ready to hang him up. You know, maybe things were wearing on him. You know, obviously the grind of the seasons, you know, one of those things. But to hear that Patrick Mahomes fixed Andy Reid. He he refreshed his want and desire to keep going, to really kind of establish this legacy. It's not about just one Super Bowl for Andy Reid, and it's not about two. I mean, we, we saw in some of the, uh, at the parade, Andy Reid said, you know, let's do this one more time. It's like, I don't think that this is a one-more-time thing. I think this is a decade-long process. You're going to see Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes with each other for this decade. He wants to play into his 70s or coach into his 70s, not play into his 70s. So it's, it's very good for Kansas City. It's very good for Patrick Mahomes. It's very good for all the weapons that are coming in here because Andy Reid's not slowing down. He's not going to get to be less of an offensive genius. He just gets to develop Patrick Mahomes, you know, and that's going to be a fun thing to watch here for the next decade. And that's a big takeaway I had from the entire thing is just how giddy everybody is about the whole situation, whether you're talking about Patrick Mahomes and his desire to stay with the Chiefs and help this team become great, whether it's Andy Reid now all of a sudden going from let's do this again tour even a couple years ago, like Craig is referencing, there was some rumors out there that maybe Andy Reid was getting towards the end of where he felt like he couldn't go anymore. And now all of a sudden there's just this energy and excitement to go for a long time. It's become easier for Andy. It's obviously working because Patrick Mahomes, sorry, Patrick LaVon Mahomes is here. There you go. Everything's going great. And like, it's just, there's an excitement 
in the building, in the organization about everything that's happening. I think getting this deal done has been priority number one for a couple of years now. It seems pretty clear to everybody that this deal is absolutely going to happen. They're excited that it's done. And now everyone's just super ready to move on and just keep building this thing that they started here. We got into a lot of the contractual details with Chief Bearcat, so we're gonna, you know, probably let you know what he had to tell us, kind of explain a lot of our thoughts, and, and maybe kind of explain a lot of, you know, the structure of the contract. I do think it's it's a it's a really unique deal, and you know, listening to the the press conferences today, and really kind of looking at the structure, you know, myself, ten million dollar signing bonus, that's not a lot. The contract, you know. It's it's extremely uniquely structured, and I do believe when I hear the way Patrick Mahomes talked, it wasn't that he took a team-friendly deal in the sense that he's not getting absolutely paid, but they got out in front of everything. They signed him to a massive, lengthy deal, and I really believe Patrick Mahomes when he says he's more interested in a dynasty than the money even though he's getting paid with the kind of respect that he's earned. I believe him when I say this is about a dynasty. And I do think he's going to be amenable in the future when 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 things when when restructures make sense for for the for the betterment of the football team or not restructures when when uh or I guess you could call it restructuring makes sense for the for the betterment of the football team. If an extension makes sense for the betterment of the football team. I really believe Patrick Mahomes is intent on on doing those things because I do think that this it's more about winning multiple championships in Kansas City than it is about that dollar figure. I really believe that, Craig. Yeah, I think that's the case as well. It, it's the rare occasion where an athlete makes half a billion dollars and yet you still feel like the team is getting a bargain. It's, it, <laughs> it really is kind of weird in that regard, but... That kind of is the case. He made it easier for them to kind of retain some of the guys up front here. He's definitely given them some get-out points while he still has leverage within this whole situation. But it is fun to listen to him talk about the dynasty, talk about getting to work, and you see the way that his teammates reacted to that. I think that was a big key today seeing the way that his teammates and other people around the league, including DeAndre Hopkins with possibly the most savage tweet of all time, <laughs> referencing the Texans 24 to nothing blown loss. I mean, tweet of the year. Oh my goodness. Anyway, it's a situation where you just see everybody throughout the league recognizes that they needed to pay Patrick Mahomes and everybody saw it and went, he's worthy of all of that. And yet at the same time, everybody still thought, Hey, Chiefs got themselves a deal here. Like, that's kind of a universal thought, and that never happens in contracts. Usually there's, oh, that's a bad deal, that's a good deal. You know, you you just hear so many divisive opinions. This was universally praised for both sides of the deal, and that's that's very rare. When's the last time a player signed a mega contract, and it's not just been like ex-teammates or friends or even guys of the same position that have come out and said that it's a great deal or he deserved every penny, but guys that he's played against one time in his career or just random defenders on teams in another conference have come out and said, yep, nope, this makes perfect sense for everybody. Like The amount of NFL players, current and past NFL players that have come out and just admitted, or not even admitted, just said that this was a deal, that Patrick Mahomes deserved it. They weren't surprised. Like It's just 
very under the radar in terms of just like how important it seems in the grand scheme of things because everybody just kind of expected it to happen and it's just kind of like thinking that yeah this makes perfect sense and i think that just goes to show like what the rest of the world not just chiefs fans but like what the west rest of the football world thinks about this man right now and where he's taking the game of football yeah and i know some people are really concerned about the the cap hit you know the cap hits that the chiefs will incur over the course of the next 10 years First off, I could care less. I couldn't care less. I, it does not matter. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest market inefficiency in the National Football League. He has changed the landscape of qu- quarterback contract negotiations. He has made the decision-making process, the negotiation process for 31 other teams in their quarterback situation extremely difficult for the next 10 years. Probably the next five. But, uh, but that's the point. The other teams with lesser quarterbacks are going to have to account for what the Chiefs just did with Patrick LeVon Mahomes. And it may not necessarily be that Deshaun Jackson, or uh, uh, not Lamar Jackson, (laughs) Deshaun Jackson's on my mind today, unfortunately. Lamar Jackson is not going to probably get the same contract that Patrick Mahomes is going to get, but Patrick Mahomes' contract is going to impact the Lamar Jackson negotiations undoubtedly and that is advantage Kansas City Chiefs because no offense to Lamar Jackson no offense to Dak Prescott no offense to Deshaun Watson the hands down clear-cut tier of one best quarterback in the National Football League is in Kansas City for the next 12 years you do not have him Bill O'Brien the Baltimore Ravens do not have him the Baltimore Ravens are not going to be able to afford that extra piece that they think can help them get over the hump and finally beat the Chiefs because Lamar Jackson in five years probably still have, won't have beaten the Chiefs. They're the, the, the move that they need to make to get over the hump, they're not going to be able to because they had to pay Lamar Jackson more than he was worth. Patrick Mahomes is worth every penny. He is the best player in the National Football League. He is possibly the most talented player in the history of the National Football League. And he's the great market inefficiency. And he's in Kansas City for 12 years. He's already underpaid. He's going to be more underpaid in five years. And the Chiefs have him. That's why Andy Reid is all of a sudden revitalized and is going to play into is going to, is going to coach into his 70s. And these two are coming for everyone. And they're coming for legacies. And they're coming for titles. And they're going to do it. We just are getting started with this. And you should be thrilled about what you are seeing in Kansas City. I am giddy beyond belief. Because my kid is going to get to watch Patrick LeVon Mahomes all the way through high school. And I, 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 I'm, there's no player in the National Football League I would rather have my kid looking up to than him. He exemplifies what it means to be a professional athlete. He's earned every little penny of this contract that he's getting. And I cannot wait to see the impact that he makes on this community and on the football field. Can't ran over. Good rant. We missed you. I mean, the previous two episodes yeah. here. I, I mean, I don't have anything more to add. You should go to break. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go to break. And oh, Do you have something, Maddie? I was just going to say you came with the heat, and I had no way to top it. So let's go ahead and bring in somebody that understands numbers because that it's certainly not me and let you transition the break. But that's okay. You know, you're on a heater. I'll just let you roll. You lead Actually, us to the break whenever you want. You know what, Maddie? Maddie, how about you take us to break? 
No, I burned my transition now. I'm out. I'm a, I'm a one-hit wonder. I had one swing, one crack at the bat, and I whiffed, buddy. I mean, you just you railroaded me on that one. So Yeah, it does, that happens all the time on these Zoom chats. All right, we're going to take a break, and we will be back to talk all things Mahomes contract and salary cap with our pal Chief Bearcat right after this. Support for this episode comes from Viator. Sure, a good souvenir is always fun but it's the experiences that people love the most about traveling. When you get back home, that t-shirt might fade and that snow globe might break, but it's those once in a lifetime memories that will last. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like architectural sightseeing, snorkeling excursions, sunset cruises, and so much more. With Viator, you can reserve everything from simple tours to thrilling adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. Whether you're a foodie, a history buff, or an adrenaline junkie, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you can have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Make memories that will last forever with Viator. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Life moves pretty fast. Are you drinking water that can keep up? Smartwater Alkaline has everything you need to stay hydrated, no matter where your day takes you. Whether you're pitching a tent or your next big idea, Smartwater Alkaline can help you perform your best. It delivers a pure, crisp taste that makes it the perfect chaser after a big workout. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smart Water Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. You can find him on Twitter at Chief underscore Bearcats. He is probably the smartest cap slash contract guy in Chiefs Kingdom. It's not. It's really not close uh you haven't probably heard him since last post or last preseason when when he was on with craig during training camp uh the only thing that i have against this young man that i'm not going to say his real name chief underscore bearcat is that he's had the same profile picture of a championship ring since i've known him chief bearcat the cap experts hello hello friend how are you doing change your profile picture no never never gonna change it how's it going guys Dude, it's going good. I, for real though, like you're you are an incredibly handsome man. I don't understand why you can't just grace all of us with the presence of your face on social media. I need that pick me up every day. Hey, I just don't. I like the anonymity. I don't want people stopping me on the street and talking to me and stuff. I like to be able to just walk by under undercover. Do you know? Do you know who you can't do that now? Is Craig Stout? Oh, hey. come on. Stop with this. <laughs> Whenever you're Hollywood hop, you can't do that stuff. <laughs> we need to raise the stakes for this eating competition. Bear and I have to be on opposite teams. And if when I win, he has to put a profile picture of him on Twitter. Love it. I think that's reasonable, I guess. I'm pretty sure. Sh- it's it's going to be it's going to be me and Maddie in this in this eating competition it's gonna be craig and bear like i'm pretty sure that's what's happening it kind of seems like that's how this sh- that the seating's gonna shake out i'm sorry you're gonna lose maddie 
Yeah, it's going to be pretty bad. I, yeah. I can eat for two. I'll, I'll be the whole team. Here, this is the trick. We're just going to hide food in Kent's hair. And that way, nobody will ever see it. Like, he won't have to eat it. We'll just hide it in his hair. Nobody will ever find it under those locks and everything. We should probably get to the podcast. As fun as this uh, eating competition banter is, we will get that solved before before we get Bearcat back on. But I think we brought Bearcat on not to talk about how he is losing this eating competition, but instead talk about some numbers, which is not my strong suit. So I'm going to turn this thing over to Kent and start letting him ask Bears some questions. Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get Bear going here. We gotta ask him about the stuff that he is the expert on. And if you are not following Chief underscore Bearcat, you're making a massive mistake. He is the Joel Corey of Kansas City. I mean, the the man is is on it. He has great insights. I, we talked to him, and he already has anti- he's anticipating certain things, and he's typically right about the structures of contracts and stuff like that. Um, and I just want to ask you first off, Bear. What did you think about the structure of the the Patrick Mahomes deal? It seems pretty unique. Well, I can tell you I did not anticipate it to look anything like it did. <laughs> I did not really did not expect it to go 10 years. Uh, that uh, that pretty well shocked me and then the fact whenever we heard it was 10 years that it wasn't tied to a cap percentage or any type of protection like that, it was it was rather shocking, but really, I mean, you really couldn't ask for a better contract to work out for the team and for the player, I think, for what I mean, what each party really wanted. Yeah, that's definitely the case. I, I think we're all shocked that we didn't get a percentage of the deal in any part of this, even some sort of safeguard. Now, Mahomes has a bunch of option release clauses and everything like that, so he's still got some power in this deal, some significant power in this deal, and it's obviously an insane amount of money, but I... I'm just frankly a little shocked because we might see this deal become a little bit below market value, not just for Patrick Mahomes, but within the league sooner than I think we're potentially expecting here. No, for sure. It it, it does kind of feel like that. Yeah, probably within three, or, within three or four years, this is probably going to be a below market deal. By the time you get the new TV deals running through as far as the cap hits and stuff, go, cap numbers going up, this will be a below market deal in three to four years. Okay, so let's. I want. I, I wanted to ask you. You know, we've, we're a ten million dollar signing bonus, uh, guarantee mechanisms. We'll get into that in a second. Um, it seems like it's a deal that allows some flexibility in the in the interim in the, in the short term. But what like what do you think the structure tells us about this team's plans for twenty twenty, but twenty twenty and beyond, really? I mean, really, whenever you're talking in the first, you know, three or four years of this contract, it's fairly obvious that they wanted to leave themselves the flexibility to be able to add talent around Pat. Now, what position that is, uh, we don't really know, but they have given themselves the ability to move some of these roster bonuses, which are just one lump sum hits, into option bonuses, which can be spread out to five-year prorations like you do a signing bonus. And beyond the fact, even beyond that, just the normal structure of it, I mean, they set this up to look very similar to what the original contract was, which is something we had talked about in the past. We kind of expected them to do that with the $5 million hit this year, then the 23 or $24 million hit next year, whatever it happens to be, I can't remember. So they kept pretty close to that structure, and then it was 31, I think, in year three. So that's actually a pretty low hit for this type of contract, and really for a two or three years into a quarterback contract. So they've left themselves some room there, plus they've left themselves the flexibility to move that that roster bonus into an option bonus if they want to. That, I mean, that all they have to do is move that roster bonus into an option bonus before it pays out, 
and then they can prorate that over five years and save themselves some money. And the big thing that kind of showed up for me with this is, like Bear just said there, they kept the structure generally the same for Mahomes over the next two years. That gives them some room, a little bit more extra cash to still play with while still getting this deal done. And I think you start to look at the Chiefs' cap situation going forward. They're gonna have, some, they're gonna need to use some money. They need to have some extra money freed up, keeping him on the same hits that he was already scheduled to be on, just based on what his rookie contract still was and what the fifth year option was gonna be. That helps not to have so much money going to him right up front. You're going to have a little bit more wiggle room to fill out the team around him, at least in the short term. And it's still, it's not like he's going to be too hang weighing too much on them long term either. Yeah. Well, you got to keep in mind, we got Travis Kelsey that's going to be a free agent coming up fairly quickly. And he's probably very underpaid for what his abilities are. Not probably is, to be honest with you. And then Tyreek Hill is going to be a free agent again in two more years. And Sammy Watkins is coming free. I think we all expect him to go ahead and hit the free agency market and be free. But, uh, you know, we know that Brett Beach likes Sammy Watkins a lot. And we know that Andy Reid likes Sammy Watkins a lot. It would not shock me if they try to bring him back, even with McCole Hardman out there. So there are going to be several weapons that Patrick Mahomes has around him that are going to be hitting free agency and wanting new deals fairly quickly. And I think that's something that people might overlook a little bit. Well, that's three starters. You have both offensive tackles coming up the year after. So after 2022, there's two more starters just on offense. You even flip to the defense side. You have Tyron Matthew, Charvarius Ward, Bashad Breeland. Like you have starters coming up and some of these guys play very valuable positions all over the place. Like you do need a little bit of extra money. So just keeping that extra without giving Patrick Mahomes huge cap hits, taking a ton of money away from the team these first two years, I think is going to help a lot with all that stuff. All right. All right, Bear. I got. I gotta ask you. This is this is the question on everyone's mind. We we saw the Patrick Mahomes contract and it included new verbiage that we've. I don't think I've ever seen in an NFL contract before. What is a guarantee mechanism? Please explain to us what a guarantee okay. mechanism is. A guarantee mechanism is just fancy agent talk. Okay, we have guarantee <laughs> mechanisms in just about every contract that we see. I mean, really, guys, we, we see it all the time. I think Daniel Sorensen had one the other in a contract that came up a year ago, year ago, I believe it was. It was just a part of the base salary becoming guaranteed on the third day of the league year. I mean, that's a guarantee mechanism. The Just a certain time of year, if they're still on the roster at that point in time, something becomes guaranteed, whether that be base salary, an option bonus, roster bonus, workout bonus, whatever it happens to be, something becomes guaranteed on if the player is on the roster on a certain date. Now, pats are a little bit more extensive than what we're normally used to seeing. We're not used to seeing every single year there being a guarantee mechanism, as they called it. It's just not something we normally see, especially one that guarantees two years out for the first three or four years of the contract. I can't. I think 2025 was the first year that it's one year out instead of two years out. Only person I can really think of that had a guarantee of that nature was Carson Wentz whenever he signed his new deal. And I think Le'Veon Bell may have also had one as well whenever with his new contract. But it was either one or two years out. I can't remember for sure. But he had one as well that was in that the way that was like that. But it's it's just a fancy word. We we do have them. It's but like I said, it's just if a player's on the roster on a certain date, something becomes guaranteed, whether that be the base salary, the roster bonus, option bonus, something of that nature. 
I think the the unique situation for this guarantee mechanism, though, is that it's probably a record-setting guarantee mechanism because it's like hundreds of millions of dollars, right? I mean, we're talking massive chunks. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The, the fact that, I mean, this is where Pat really gave the Chiefs a break, honestly. I mean, he the, he took what he normally would have gotten in a massive signing bonus, what he would normally would have gotten. I mean, it was $10 million in the signing bonus. That is way under the value that Patrick Mahomes should have gotten a signing bonus way under. He took the values that he should have got up front in the, in the signing bonus and spread that out over multiple years. And in the process of doing that, he gave himself more security later in the contract. So it did work out for him to do it that way because late in the contract, when most players are able to be cut and moved on from, it's going to be very difficult to do so with Pat. Now, I don't think any of us really want to or even considered it. But if for something, I mean, heaven forbid, something were to happen, it were it would be very, very difficult to move on to Pat before 2026. That darn near impossible. And even in 2026 and 2027, it's going to cost a ton to move from him. And then even beyond that, in the, the remainder of the contract, it actually gets harder to move on from him after 2027. There's a sweet spot in 2026 and 2027 to actually move from him. And then after that, it becomes difficult again. Yeah, it feels like, you know, guaranteed mechanism seems like a fancy word, but like, in all honesty, it feels like Mahomes is probably going to see a big chunk of this contract, am I right? Yeah, I mean, honestly, barring injury, Patrick Mahomes will see every dime of this contract until he does a restructure or a new contract extension. I mean, I, I personally, I, I don't know what's going to happen as far as that stuff goes, but he, he will see every dime of that contract until he wants a new contract. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, barring, yeah, barring injury. So you, you basically, I'm going to ask you, you think he's going to probably see most of that when it's all said and done. Is that what we're saying here? Yeah. My personal expectation is that he probably, does an extension or a, have a contract in 2026 or 2027. That's my expectation. Around that Just, sweet spot. Yeah, that, because that's when the cap hit. 2027 is when the cap hits get large. Um, and that is also probably three or four years after the new TV deal goes into place and really starts kicking that cap hit up the cap numbers up. So my guess is that we're going to be full on into that TV deal by that time. He's 30 years old, 31 years old. So he still is going into his last sweet spot for a quarterback contract, a big quarterback contract. So he's probably going to go into that. The team's probably going to want to redo it because it's a $52 million cap hit at that point in time. He's probably, they're probably going to want a real relief at that time. So they're probably going to rework a deal at that time. And 2027 would be my guess to go ahead and extend him out for the remainder of his career. Bear, real quick, what point does Patrick Mahomes not get the $1.25 million for the NFL MVP? How many years into the contract before <laughs> that incentive Let's see, the, doesn't The hit? first two years, that is not an incentive, I believe. So 2022 then. Yeah, but I mean, what's the first one he doesn't get after he starts getting it? Like how many years in a row are they going to allow him to win it just to stick it to the Chiefs on his contract? Uh, oh, fortunately, that's not a big enough incentive. I don't think people are going to be too worried about it. <laughs> you took it too literal, Bear. You took that too literal, Bear. Um, Okay. All right. So I, I had to ask this too. Like I look at this contract largely and I see it as very team friendly am i crazy no uh, 
It's it's both, but it is very team friendly. Yes, it is absolutely team friendly. Uh, we got the I mean we got the best quarterback in the NFL tied up for twelve years. He got a ten year four hundred fifty million dollar deal. Right, that's a forty five million APY. That is probably a little bit more than what maybe people expected to to be. I think most people expected to be like forty forty two, but the since we signed him two years early. We have him signed to a 12-year, $477 million deal. That's a 39.7 mil APY deal. That's less than the 40 than what people expected because we managed to sign him two years early. Being able to do this early really saved them as far as being able to be flexible in how they structure this contract. So that part of it is the very team-friendly deal. The fact that he didn't have that massive signing bonus once again, it's team-friendly, and that kind of goes into the cash-spending side of things. Plus, I mean, the proration of the five years and so on and so forth. Now, beyond that, we got, I mean, a contract that's probably going to be cheap by quarterback standards, like I said, in three to four years. Once again, team-friendly there. Now, far as where it works for Pat, obviously Pat wanted something safe. He wanted protection for long-term. So he ultimately got what he wanted, and he still managed to break the record for the for you in United States sports. I mean, he is the highest paid athlete in U.S. history. That's I mean, that's something to be said right there. So it's he definitely got something out of this, but the Chiefs that I, I would I would call it team friendly, especially as team friendly as a record setting contract can be. Yeah, for me, it's hard to look at, you know, a half the chance for a player to earn half a billion dollars over the course of his contract and then come out on the other side and say, yeah, but he kind of did the team a little bit of a favor here and there. But I mean, that's certainly what happened. Like they very much could have played this a lot closer to the vest, Pat and his agent here, and they probably could have strung out maybe higher guarantees, maybe higher APY. You know, they could have done more stuff here and probably fought to get better a less team friendly looking deal but like bear said they're like there's a lot of stuff in the structure here that helps the chiefs out and at the end of the day patrick mahomes is going to make 450 million dollars or more just by playing football and being the best quarterback in the nfl like nobody loses here it just happened to be structured in a way that very much helps the chiefs which is a great thing for them i i uh, i I put out a feeler for some questions on twitter and we got a couple uh, I'm gonna gonna ask these here. Brandon B. Seventeen asks, "How feasible is a Chris Jones contract now, Bear?" It, I would say, it's a little bit more feasible now than it was before, and here's why I say that. One, like we talked about before, we have the contracts exactly the same, cap hits exactly the same for Pat as what they were originally with the other contract. But they have the flexibility to move that roster bonus and the option bonus and clear some cap space over the next two or three years. Like I believe I figured it out for the next three years, they can clear almost $17 million in cap space each year by moving the roster bonus to the option bonus. So that that's some flexibility that they have there to fit a large contract in there. Now, that being said, we still had the cash spending side of things going in with COVID going on. Even though Pat only took $10 million and his guarantee is a $64 million, I believe is what it is right now. 
So they have the team yeah. has to put that money, that guaranteed money, into escrow. So that's a cash spending side of things right now. So with this, with the money in the escrow and the signing bonus going in there, Clark's dished out quite a bit of cash right here in a time that's pretty uncertain as far as how much income is going to be coming in this season. Now, how much is that going to impact things? That's only for Clark Hunt to say. I can't say for sure exactly what that's going to do. But at the end of the day, if you start moving roster bonus to option bonus, you're just pushing dead money down farther into the contract, even though we're not super concerned about that with Pat. I mean, it is something to at least think about. Um, so you just have to consider the fact, do you want to dump a significant amount of money into one guy whenever you're going to have guys like Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Tyron Matthew, Charverius Ward, if you want to throw him in there. I mean, multiple uh, uh, Mitchell Schwartz. I mean, multiple other guys that are going to be coming free agents. You could probably sign a multitude of players. You could probably sign Hill and Kelsey for the same price or fairly close to it as what you got Chris Jones for. Maybe not Hill. Hill's probably going to get up there quite a ways. But Kelsey and, say, Mitch Schwartz or Kelsey and for sure Ward or somebody of that nature, you can absolutely sign both guys for the cost that you got Justin Jones. Yeah. And I, I want to point out here, one of the things that he said was that they can convert that into, you know, into an option and make it uh, make it a little more feasible to sign guys clearing that $17 million. Guys, if Chris Jones was part of the long-term plans there, you would think that they would have done that already. Like those steps would have been taken potentially already that doesn't mean that they're not going to use that option in the future that doesn't mean that that's completely off the table but it is one of those things that when we're talking about how oh pat took a lesser deal and talked about how he wanted to keep the team together wanted to sign other guys everybody's minds immediately jumped to chris jones because he's you know the number one candidate on everybody's minds for that right now it just seems that if that was the case and the team was trying to lock him up right this very moment it would be a situation where they would try and exercise that option now rather than trying to do it later right there and there, there's two different ways of looking at this they either didn't do it Right from the very beginning from the contract because, they one, they don't want to sign Chris. And then there's two, you can look at it as a way that they're using it as a negotiation tactic. They don't want that freedom of the cap space setting out there for Chris to look at and say, oh, baby, yeah, they just cleared a bunch of cap for me. I can get what the heck I want. So they don't want, they want Chris sitting there thinking that there's still a limit on the cap now his agents are going to be able to look at this and say yeah they can move some contract around but if they do it from the very beginning it's very obvious what they're doing it for especially if it's a large sum of money but we need to keep in mind even if they do move some money around here soon this team right now setting a six million dollars cap space is not enough to go into next season as far as cap space goes that does not include any of the rookie deals. That does not include any of the practice squad. That does not include the last few players of the 53-55 now with the new rules. We do not have enough cap space to go into the new new season. So they are going to do something to make more space. What that thing is, I don't know, and I don't think any of us really know. Now, the obvious 
easy answer is extend Chris Jones. That's going to clear a lot of cap space. But there are other players that they can either A, extend, or B, move some money around to make space. So I don't mean it's the only option, but that is by far the easiest one to look at. Uh, probably the most serious question I'm going to ask you today, Bear, uh, our buddy Matty Stagner. Could you please convert the Mahomes deal into units of smoked meat, just to provide context? It would be like having Joe's KC <laughs> parked in your front yard, and every day you know you get to go out there and make your order for the next day. And for no good reason, you would actually never want to say no. So you go out, make your order for the next day, and you're guaranteed each day to have Joe's KC barbecue sitting in front of you for the next day, even if you did stick it on Texas toast. Hey, <laughs> I resent that. All right, I wanted to end on a real question now. I got We got to end on a real question. It's really not a question, but I saw an interesting tweet tonight from Bill Barnwell, and he says this. I wrote last night that the Chiefs might use the structure of the Mahomes deal to make it easier to pay Chris Jones, but as I think about things, I wonder if they'll use the space to try and re-sign Travis Kelsey before a George Kittle extension gets done. Here's what I want to ask, Bear. What do we think right now? Gun to your head. Travis Kelsey extension or Chris Jones deal, which one is happening? Kelsey. Any reason? It's a weapon for Pat. (laughs) They care significantly more about surrounding Pat with weapons than they do about making sure that defense has one of the top defensive tackles in the league. I mean, it's going to upset, it's going to upset some defensive guys, but that's, that's the way I feel about it anyways. <laughs> Craig, I, mean, I was thinking we were going after Jadavion Clowney here, but I guess with these two guys as the option, I mean, it's, I think it's Travis Kelsey as well. For what Bearcat said there, it's an offensive weapon for Pat. I also think the Chiefs have made it relatively clear where they stand on Chris Jones, and I don't think clearing a little extra money is going to all of a sudden make them raise how much they are willing to pay overnight. Yeah, I sweep it for me. I I gotta I gotta go with Travis Kelsey here. And man, I they, this offense, like, Travis Kelsey. People don't realize like how valuable he is to this offense. Like he is arguably one of the, he, he might be the most irreplaceable offensive weapon for Mahomes. Yeah, this is something I've talked about with you guys before. In my opinion, my opinion, Travis Kelsey beyond Pat. The other than Pat, Travis Kelsey is what makes this offense tick. If he's off the field. This offense isn't even remotely as good as when Tyreek Hill is off the field. Travis Kelsey is the most important offensive player other than Patrick Mahomes on this team. And it's not even close as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I I think that's a strong statement. Uh, Bear, you're you're a gentleman and a scholar. Thank you so much for, for joining us today, my friend. Uh, you're I really appreciate your time. I know we probably take took you a little bit longer, but find him on ch- Twitter at Chief Bearcat. Thanks, buddy. Uh, no problem, guys. Anytime. All right, hey, that is going to do it for this week's uh, middle week episode of the AP Laboratory. We will be back on Monday with the Mailbag Edition. Thank you so much for listening. Celebrate the fact that Patrick Levon Mahomes is here for the next twelve years. We will catch you later.
Nevada Rant Swanson. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. 